Good afternoon, good morning. Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we talk to the brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Chrissy Johnson. She's the Vice President of Branding at Certified Angus Beef, a group of family ranchers that offers the world's first premium brand of beef. Chrissy, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. How are you? I'm great. Great to be with you, Mark. Absolutely. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, all that you do at Certified Angus Beef, and maybe even a fun fact uh, you have about you, like to jump out of planes, or you're in video games, <laughs> or you're a marathon runner? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm Vice President of Branding, as you said. I've been with the brand for 24 years. And I would head up our, our loyalty efforts and also our, our advertising and research side of the brand and working closely with our graphic and design team on really our brand's identity. So um, that would be my role here at Certified Angus Beef. Uh, fun fact about me, I grew up in, with a, a dad who rodeoed um, and my sister and I barrel raced and um, grew up with a love of horses and cattle. And uh, right now, um, my family raises uh, sheep for kids to show in 4-H. And I'm a very active mom with uh, high schoolers all playing uh, fall and winter sports. So That's good. Well, it's great to hear. Um, and I think that obviously uh, kind of transitioned into your uh, passion, I would assume, for uh, the employer you've been for 24 years with your 4-H and uh, your background for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I worked on a cattle ranch out in South Dakota for eight months during college and uh, just have a true passion for the industry and the, and the cattlemen and women that um, really supply our high quality beef every day. Okay, great. Well, for those who may not know about Certified Angus Beef, can you give us a, a brief background on the company and kind of what you guys do and how you do it? Yeah. Um, we actually started in 1978, as you said, Said with a, a group of family ranchers that uh, knew that Angus cattle produced high quality beef and um, wanted to make sure that the consumers understood that. So um, they created a certified Angus beef brand and um, we have 10 quality specifications, which are what is going to guarantee uh, consumers that they have an outstanding uh, beef eating experience, whether they purchase the brand at grocery stores or at uh, restaurants that carry certified Angus beef. Um, we are a different kind of brand in that uh, we are um, we don't own any cattle and we don't own any product. So really what we own is our trademarks and we license uh, companies or work with companies uh, that are quality minded to offer the, the brand to their customers. That's awesome. So when you look at that, it's a kind of a very unique process, your standards process. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because since you don't have standards that you, you, you don't run the factories, right? Or you don't right. work on the procurement process. I mean, you, you do, but how do you go about sending those stand, setting those standards and how do you get buy-in with the, the cattlemen and the ranchers that you work with? Absolutely. We, um, we actually were owned by the American Angus Association, which is a, a breed registry for purebred Angus cattle. So um, very much like the American Kennel Club and you have your purebred uh, dog breeds, um, the, the American Angus Association would maintain your registry for purebred Angus cattle throughout the country and, and internationally. Our, our standards are evaluated by the USDA at um, licensed packing facilities 
right? So uh, we have carcass specifications that were established by a meat scientist at the Ohio State University. And um, it's what had established our brand because our specifications kind of guarantee that outstanding eating experience. And so uh, USDA graders at packing facilities uh, evaluate those cattle for meeting those quality specifications. Okay, great. So you offer the stakeholder rewards program for customers and you launched it in early 2020. Can you tell us a little bit about the program, how it works uh, and the goals you have for the program? Yeah, from a program perspective, uh, we have a receipt scan technology. And so we offer our uh, members rewards for purchases, right? We offer uh, 10 points for every dollar spent on the certified Angus beef brand, whether it be at a licensed uh, retail store or grocery store or a restaurant that carries the brand. Um, we had to you know, really work at the front end with our retail partners because we don't have standard UPC codes. Um, our, our items, whether they be steak or ground beef or roast are all random weight items. So it's not a barcode that anybody can yeah. scan. So we had to work with our retail partners to put our brand acronym CAB on the receipts. And then the receipt scan technology looks for that and is able to reward members for those purchases. But we also go beyond that, right? With just interaction with the brand. So um, we share a lot of recipes, videos, how to, um, how to grill, how to, make the perfect prime rib roast. So members get to interact with our content and earn points that way as well. Okay, interesting. So uh, CPG programs, uh, we have a number of CPG entities that are part of the Loyalty 360. They're, they're a challenge, right? Because you have to get buy-in from the consumers. You have to educate them. You're disintermediated to a certain degree, right? The grocers, whether it's a food line or a giant eagle, you know, you talk about kind of getting that, uh, that uh, CAB uh, kind of moniker to, to identify it at the, the point of sale. That's a challenge you got to work with. The NCRs, the IBMs, whoever's that, that, that running that, that platform to get that integrated. What are some of the challenges you have with the CPG programs? Is it getting uh, the kind of the, the audience to engage? Is it that point of sale? I mean, it's, it's once you get it up and running, you can have great success, but kind of getting it up and running can be a challenge, correct? With receipt scanning and just even being able to identify the product. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it for sure is. Um, we have a very close relationship with our retail partners and their meat departments um, because they're offering quality. So we um, we definitely work with like-minded partners in offering quality. And so um, it it was challenging, but it wasn't it wasn't uh, an insurmountable obstacle because it, our meat teams inside those retail partners was anxious to reward their reward their customers um, for purchasing the brand. Right, we're not the cheapest protein in the meat case. Uh, beef is, is among your most expensive. And then the certified Angus beef brand is a little bit more expensive than other brands of beef that are out there. So um, this is a way to reward their shoppers in addition to maybe rewards that they offer on their own. So it's kind of the icing on the cake uh, that their customers get points for stakeholder rewards, but they also get points for um, their own loyalty programs that they might have in-house. That's awesome. And did you, do you see sometimes in those situations that you kind of pull them through to the grocery program as well? Just the passion they may have for the Angus brand, the certified Angus beef brand that, that, that can help kind of create uh, additional level engagement with uh, like the store program, the food buying program, the giant eagle program. Did you see that right. as yeah, it's something you offer as well? That passion point? 
Yeah, I, I think we do, but I think um, even more so, it's, it's probably a little bit backwards, right? When we work with like a, a Food City or a Winn Dixie, a, a Meyer, a Giant Eagle, um, actually, they they have a much larger loyalty card following than what we have a stakeholder reward. So um, it's because they've got loyal brand shoppers that really, when they're introduced to stakeholder rewards, it's kind of a um, an easy decision for their shoppers to make. Okay. When you look at your social media presence, you're very active in social media. I think in 2020, you had 90 million impressions on Facebook and millions of other additional on other platforms. Mm-hmm. How important is social media to your brand awareness and kind of the engagement level with the brand? It's extremely important. I'd say today, you know, um, and especially uh, since the pandemic, you know, f- folks were looking for inspiration. They were spending more time at home cooking, uh, cooking with family, cooking with friends. And so it really allowed us to personalize those experience and, and um, introduce them to our team of executive chefs. And um, it allows folks to, to see what type of recipes and be inspiring to them um, about what type of cuts they could buy, uh, what type of recipes they could do or new cooking methods. And so uh, beyond social media, you know, we're also um, on YouTube and um, TikTok and uh, so many different platforms, uh, Pinterest, and it allows us to engage with different audiences and all of those different channels. Okay, great. When you look at um, what customer loyalty means to you and to your organization, uh, we always like to talk to brands about what, what it means, how they measure uh, the, F, you know, the efficacy of, of, of customer loyalty. What does customer loyalty mean to you and your organization? It, it really means, uh, identifying those customers that are, that are really part of a tribe, right? There, there are brand fans that um, they seek out the brand at their, their grocery stores, but they also seek it out when they go to dine out there. If they're looking to uh, celebrate special occasions, they know the Sir Fenningus beef brand is going to deliver that outstanding eating experience. And, and uh, so it's about, connecting with those brand fans, no, what, no matter what type of, of customer they are. Um, it's also about, you know, we're, we're tied to some pretty large retailers, but we also have a lot of grocery stores that are independent stores. Um, they're small one store locations. Uh, they've really latched onto stakeholder rewards because they don't have their own loyalty program. So we've in essence been able to do that. And uh, so it's really about connecting people and and food is one great way to connect people. And um, it's about building those those fans that are gonna continue to to be with us and hopefully even inspire the next generation to uh, be brand loyal. That's awesome. When you look at uh, technology, technology is very important for customer loyalty, personalizations. Uh, it, it, all of this really needed. You can talk about the integration at the point of sale. And what are some of the challenges you have with technology and, and, and getting everything to work effectively on, on your end? Well, I think uh, the receipt scan was definitely a, a technology that we needed to uh, master. So I was really happy that we, that we took our time before we launched the program to ensure that our shoppers would not have a, a negative experience when they went to upload that receipt. Um, I also think it's it's uh, important to strike a balance, right? I think consumers today are even more so sensitive to intrusion. So really finding that right balance where you're being helpful to them, 
but not being a nuisance and maybe over communicating to them, but really being there as a source of information and a source of inspiration versus trying to sell them all the time. I think, I think people want to feel engaged and not sold to. Absolutely. Uh, when you look at personalization, it's a growing of importance. You talked about some of the passion points you have and how you, you know, help uh, drive uh, people in your program through kind of the, the grocery program. So personalization, very important, but being able to do it on at scale is very challenging, uh, but it's a huge opportunity. So, you know, how are you looking at personalization and how is your brand looking to improve its personalization efforts? Well, as the program is, is still growing, you know, we'll, we'll hit uh, two years in uh, February. And, um, you know, we've not tiered our program yet. Although we have worked to find those customers um, that are really the most engaged and are engaged on a regular basis, they earn points through purchase or other activities. So I think our next step will be maybe tiering those customers um, so that they, we can do even more from a surprise and delight perspective and, um, and personalize those experiences. The other area that we're looking at is, is utilizing polls, you know, maybe finding those folks that prefer grilling over smoking or the people that enjoy smoking beef um, over grilling and really personalizing then the content that we're talking about um, with them and the recipes that we share, the videos, um, cooking classes that they might be able to attend, really just delivering content that's more relevant. Okay. Uh, you mentioned partnerships uh, a little bit uh, earlier. Partnerships are very important uh, today for customer loyalty programs, especially with privacy concerns, uh, the, the demise of cookies or cookies going away and other uh, you know, opportunities for brands to track and, and look at customer behavior. So partnerships, if you can get them to work well, well, can be very effective. You know, how has your brand traditionally approached partnerships? Is, is this something that's going to have a larger focus for certified Angus beef going forward? I think it is a, definitely an opportunity. Uh, one, not only to, to continue our partnerships with our, our grocery stores and restaurants here worldwide, but also look at like-minded uh, brands and opportunities to, to work with them as well. Um, so we definitely see it as important, but we also really uh, are working to grow our first party data, right? So as you talk about our social media channels, um, we have a newsletter that goes out to um, you know, tens of thousands of, of consumers and, and really working to uh, deliver content that's personalized to them, but also bring them into our own ecosystem so that we can really uh, build those relationships with them and um, even grow stakeholder rewards over the next several years. Okay. There's a lot of challenge right now for marketers. You talk about first party data, zero party data, getting control of the different data sources, maybe CDP or maybe a digital asset management tool to, to be able to do that. You know, when you look at data analytics and uh, being able to create actionable insight, you know, how has that changed over the last 18 months? Well, it's, it's changed a lot. We, you know, you asked about um, how we measure brand loyalty and things, and we're utilizing research um, to, to know where we're at from a current uh, brand loyalty perspective. And, and we have uh, started to do a brand health index with uh, Net Promoter Score and look at our different audiences, um, whether it be a general consumer population or those that are receiving our newsletter. And now those that are members of our stakeholder rewards and just seeing um, what value and, and how they hold the brand and how 
how likely they are to, to promote the brand to their friends and family. So that's been tremendous. Um, I, you know, the limiting factor with, with data is just people that manage that. So right now we're a very small team. There's two of us that manage our loyalty program. Um, and I don't know that we've had the opportunity to really dive into the data that we're getting from our members yet. And so as the program grows, so we're, so will our team. And it's finding the time to, to make that data work for us and really get some actionable insights from it. Okay. Great. When you look at uh, customers, uh, they're changing. We hear that consistently from uh, the brands, from technology providers, just in general. You know, how do you think your customers are changing and how is Certified Angus Beef adapted to that changing customer? Yeah, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what generation of, of customer you're talking about. They're all changing, right? We saw an increase in, in folks shopping uh, e-commerce and, and kind of that sticking power of buying your beef online. So even with uh, the boomers and uh, our um, Generation X, they've, they've all started to buy more products online. So they want that um, outstanding experience there. But then even um, as you look at Gen Z and our younger millennials, you know they're really wanting to know what brands are doing to impact their community. Um, what they're doing. So we really like to focus on bringing um, a global understanding to local communities. Uh, so we've grown in our, our digital properties to add a, a Spanish website. We have a Japanese website and we're looking to really um, understand our consumers wherever they're at, whatever country they're in and whatever geographic location. And then within their age demographic as well and, and their preferences to, to understand them better so that we can deliver to their expectations. Okay. How do you measure the success or the efficacy of some of your customer loyalty and customer experience efforts? Well, one way we look at is just the purchases and the receipt scan information that we get. We're able to pull out um, item level data from that and just look at, you know, are our members spending more money on the brand over a period of time, right? But we're also looking at regular engagement because we do have consumers in the middle of Nebraska that may not have a grocery store nearby, but are they seeking the brand out at restaurants? And so, so we look at that information as well. And, and those are the members that we want to tap into for insights about what they like about the program and what things that they'd like to see us change. So um, that's one thing that we'll look for stakeholder rewards to do is kind of help us establish a panel of consumers and, and customers that we can uh, engage with and ask them, you know, what do you want to see us do differently? What products would be important to you? What type of things can we do to make this uh, the best brand of beef that you could ever purchase? And then a great program that you're going to share with your friends. Okay, great. What is the next big thing for uh, Certified Angus Beef uh, Loyalty Program? What's the next big thing that you think can help drive uh, kind of your program to new heights? I think, uh, you know, if we can tier our members um, in, in deliver more personalized content through those different tiers, that could be one thing. The other thing is just expanding out to different countries. So um, we are in a handful of countries now. Uh, we launched the program in the United States and Canada. Uh, we're now in Ecuador and Palau, um, as well as uh, Puerto Rico and the U.S. and British Virgin Islands as far as territories. So um, we have 
fantastic partners in more than 50 countries. So uh, when we aligned with uh, a loyalty platform and, you know, even attending your conference helped open our eyes up to how brands can offer their programs in different countries to different consumers. And that's important to us as we engage more consumers in Japan, as we engage more consumers in uh, Latin America, you know, how can we make this program work for them as well? Okay, absolutely. What's the uh, difference between you and competitors? How do you see your competitors set? Uh, is it just people who have kind of food products? Is it CPG products? Is it, is it you know, potentially other ways that uh, a customer may feed their family? You know, what is your competitor set and how do you think your brand and your approach to customer loyalty is different from them? Sure. Well, our probably our largest competitors uh, would be those that operate in the protein category. Um, and, and whether you look at other protein outside of beef or beef that maybe is commodity or other brands of beef, um, we've got several different levels of, of competitors. Um, I think it was important for us to, to determine what really helps customers come to the certified Angus beef brand and then stay with the certified Angus beef brand and then apply a multiplier effect. Um, to even grow that further so that consumers recognize us as a brand that they can ask for by name, whether they're walking up to their, their uh, meat counter and talking to their butcher and saying, hey, you know, tell me about the certified Angus beef brand, or they're asking at a restaurant, you know, um, what makes the certified Angus beef brand so good? And, and why would I want to order that steak versus something else that's on your menu? Okay, perfect. And last question we have, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your customer loyalty journey? Well, I think continue doing what you have been doing and, and uh, some of the virtual webinars that we've attended have been exceptional. The insights and learning from other, um, whether it be consumer packaged goods, uh, you know, CPGs and what they're doing. Um, you know, for us, it's comforting to see that you don't have to get it 100% right out of the gate. And loyalty programs can continue to evolve, you know, so um, that's one thing that I think is, is most important is it, learning from um, Loyalty 360 by hearing what other brands are doing to constantly evolve their program, because at this point, failure is not an option, right? It's, it's really about growing and getting better. So uh, we're looking forward to the in-person conference that's coming up in October. And again, uh, we enjoy tuning in virtually or even just reading the newsletters and the different articles that you've provided have helped us immensely in, in growing our program. Well, that's great. Uh, Christy, thank you very much for that uh, feedback and uh, looking forward to seeing you in October and uh, appreciate all you do for customer loyalty. And it's great to hear about some things you're doing. The passion you have uh, for your customers and the brands is, is great to hear. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Appreciate the time today. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen today and join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series soon. Thank you very much.